on this episode of Resi Week, Snap 4, Snap AV buys Control 4, and Google kills works with Nest. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 171, Mergers and Muggles. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Atlona, the go-to provider for AV signal distribution and control in corporate, higher education, and residential spaces. Welcome to Resi Week. This is your weekly wrap-up of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matt D. Scott for avnation.tv, and today I'm pleased to be joined by Joe Whitaker. He is the president of Thoughtful Integrations. How are you, sir? Doing well. Thank you for having me on again, especially a, a news-packed episode. It, 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 we, we've got four stories and we'll get to two, maybe. <laughs> uh, then we have Mark Feinberg. He is the president of Home Theater Advisors. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Matt. Thanks. And Joe, I, uh, I like the, the Thoughtful Integrations. I didn't, when did that change? Month. Maybe a month. Okay, that's awesome. I like it. And we have Heather Sidorowicz. She is the president of Southtown AV. How are you doing, my friend? I am just peachy keen. Uh, Joe, I like your hat for those who aren't watching. He's wearing a Control 4 hat. It's like foreshadowing. So last and, and not least, and Seth, after you say hi, please comment something about Joe. Um, <laughs> Seth Johnson, he is the software developer, development manager at Blackwire. How are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. Joe, you look great. You look great. Thank you, Seth. Thank you, Seth. Very nice. This is essentially the Matt and Joe show today, it seems. All right, let's kick this right off. If you didn't catch the, the dropped hints from pretty much everyone uh, and have been under a rock since Thursday morning, uh, all of us, every one of our phones kind of blew up on Thursday morning and everyone got phone calls and texts and all kinds of drama because... Snap AV merges with Control 4. The Control 4 board approved a $680 million thereabouts deal from Snap AV to acquire the company and bring it into the Snap AV fold. Um, this, is a, this is a really big deal. This is something that I don't know if anyone really forecast or saw this coming. So, Joe, I do want to start off with you since you're wearing the hat. Um, this is this is a massive merger, purchase, acquisition, whatever you want to call it, um, with Control 4 going under uh, the Snap AV brand. What kind of change is this going to bring to, you know, both of these companies? So, so I'm not going to try to forecast or foreshadow or foresnap or any of those other things that you could possibly do. Um, but, you know, initially, I, I obviously had some shock. Um, uh, timing is everything on things like this. And for dealers and reps and, and all of that to see that right before um, they announce a, a see for yourself event and other things going on, it freaked a lot of people out. Um, but, but on the business side, they put out enough information that makes you not as scared or, or not as panicky. You know, they, they have put out there that, you know, at no time during the merger, are they going to move all operations to North Carolina? They'll operate 
in Salt Lake and over over there. Um, I look at it more of logistical. You know, I look for faster speed to market, better logistics, larger development budget, all of the things that should make um, an integrator such as myself a little warm and fuzzy. Uh, you know, you have that. You're looking at two of the fastest moving, most innovative, and more most integrator integrator friendly companies in the world coming together. Um, it is scary when you think about it. Is is it's almost like creating a, a basis where no one else can compete. But in the end, I honestly do think. Um, it will be a good thing because now Control 4 will be privately owned again. Um, you know, great management, keeping certain people on either as staff or moving them over to the board of directors for Control 4. Um, and some of the info that I have seen says that they're not going to change branding. So that's kind of a, I'm hedging my bets there because I've spent a lot of money on control for branding. So please don't, <laughs> don't make me throw away my good hard earned dollars. Um, overall so far, I think it will end up being a very good thing. Very good. Now keep in mind, of course, that if I didn't mention it prior previously, this is all subject to the satisfactionary uh, customary closing conditions that happen with shareholders and all that other drama. But uh, I don't think anyone really expects this not to go through. Mark, when you look at this, and 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 let's let's give some quick disclosure. Joe, obviously, as he mentioned, is a Control Four dealer. So is Mark. Um, Mark, when when you look at this, Joe kind of hit a, a point that I kind of want to pull the thread on for a second. If you happen to be on a forum or mm-hmm. on social media on you know Thursday morning, whole oh, monkey, it was. Oh, it was as if a meteor hit the control for earth. The, the dealer uh, group on Facebook was lit up with everything. So given what Joe said, given that it, we've now had a couple of days for this to kind of sit and, and, and mellow, if you will, as a, as a dealer, how do you see this affecting you in the future? What do you expect to see? Do you expect anything to change? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, on the forums and the, the, the dealer forums for Control 4, the Facebook groups, it was really two, there were two camps. There were two extremes. There was really nothing in the middle. It was, this is awesome. You know, I'm an Arachnus guy and Snap and Arachnus is not going to work with Control 4. I'm not going to be forced with the package and I'm going to get it in two days and it's going to be awesome. And I love these two companies. Or it was, the world is ending. Oh my God, every time Dick and Harry is going to be selling Control 4 and the brand is ruined. So um, I am of the former camp. Um, I am really excited about this merger. I am also a big Snap AV dealer. I think, you know, like my three largest brands are Snap AV, Control 4, and Sonos. I was hoping for this for a while. I kind of once, after the package acquisition, I was a little leery of it ever happening. And then when the triad acquisition happened, I was like, ah, this is never going to work. And I was concerned Snap was going to snap up Savant. So I'm very happy this happened. Um, I'm really excited that I know Arachnus is going to be well integrated with control four. Um, so I, I think this is a good thing. I think for, you know, for anyone who's currently a dealer of both, you're going to get the one-stop shopping. You're going to have everything to you in two days. It's going to be free shipping. It's going to be, 
much easier to shop. I mean, as good as Control 4's website is, I think Snaps is much better. Um, you know, the, the tech support from both companies was always fantastic. You know, they're gonna have, they have to figure out how to merge some of these brands. Um, you know, what's gonna happen to PackEdge? And what happens to PackEdge I don't think is as concerning. It's what happens to Backpack. Because a lot of dealers have- I'm betting it's gone, just like I hear you. <laughs> I know, and it's awful because dealers have built an RMR platform off of this and they've deployed it to all these clients homes and now they won't be able to their rmr models will be blown up um but they just need to transition Come right on. that's what i'm hoping they do is they transition it into oversee and oversee can manage package switches and and, and pdus and you just throw a pack uh, an oversee hub in for 100 bucks and you're good to go so that's my hope is that they, they do something like that i don't even know what the question you asked was did i answer it Sure. I just, I just knew what I wanted to say and it just went off the top of my head. So, so you're like pretty much all of my guests ever. Yeah, got it. Perfect. Thanks for keeping the tradition alive. Anytime, Matt. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Heather, to, to, to keep going down that path, people not listening to anything I say. Hey, hey. <laughs> so my husband would say though. Hey, exactly. Um, I didn't say it though. I just agreed that he would say it. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather, part of what Mark talked about was, you know, what happens to package? What happens to these overlying brands? Obviously, the the big question will be package or arachnus. Do they bring them together or do those SKUs just slowly fade out and they don't order anything else? The other aspect of it beyond product is, is people. In theory, if they keep them as, you know, essentially an owned company, but they don't bring it completely into the fold and integrate it fully, um, most of those people should stay. Are there concerns? Do, do you have any uh, issues? And again, you don't really have a, a, a dog in this fight because you're not. I don't, a- yeah. So full disclosures, we are not a control for dealer. We're a crush run house. So we, we don't have a lot of, I mean, we're Snap to AV dealer. We love Snap. There are a bunch of smart cookies. Um, I think that they'll hopefully work this out. Uh, we used to be with PackEdge until PackEdge was purchased by Control4. Um, and then that did not go so well for us. So we went a different direction. Um, so yeah, it, I, I, they're, they're smart. Like they're very well played. I was surprised to see uh, that it was Control4. I would have put my money that it would have been URC. Um, because they already sell URC products on their site. So I would have, uh, I, I would have put more money on that, but I think it's solid. I mean, if you're going to buy a solid company to try to take that further control for is certainly it. I, what I look forward to if I take myself out of the integrator place is, is for the end user, right? The more powerful these AV companies can become, the higher chance we have to get this more into the home, you know, something that's always easy to use, something that's supported similar to Sonos, like Mark mentioned earlier. These are solid state products that are not going down, that we're not getting calls, that someone's not like, oh, this is so hard to use. So I think there's a great advantage to that. As for the people portion of that, um, you know, hopefully the cream rises to the top and the right people will stay in those right positions. But Snap, I've had the opportunity to meet some of the higher ups there. They, they seem to know what they're doing. Very good. And it, one of the most poignant, poignant points that I saw was somebody commented, in, and, and Joe, maybe you'll 
rec- remember who this was, but somebody posted on one of the forums and essentially said, if you don't know what, no, I think it was Haggai. If you don't know Martin and if you don't know the leadership at Snap and you don't think that they can come together and produce some amazing stuff, you'd be really wrong. I'm pretty sure that was Haggai. Um, Seth, last question on this, I think, um, although I'm sure we could probably talk about this for a good half hour, but how does this affect the distribution model, the, that aspect of it? Uh, obviously you guys at Blackwire, at Blackwire are involved in that side. You're a partner with, with control Four. how does this change what happens from that partnership side of things, not the dealer side, but the partner side. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think it's going to change very much. I, I, I'm kind of even further step back. I, it sounds like than some of the, the panelists on here, I, I don't think anything's going to change. I think this is going to look like some of the same act in we've, I think we said merger at the outset. This was a straight up acquisition from what I could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, Snap AV has, has pretty much acquired control four and, this is going to look just like uh, what you've seen from, you know, companies like Nortec and Legrand buying up everybody left and right for the last couple of years. I don't think, you know, from our standpoint or even a dealer standpoint, I was a control four dealer for uh, well over a decade uh, that it very much is going to change if anything at all uh, from that respect, because unless you're an employee at control four, then you, you probably should be checking out the LinkedIn profile and updating that thing. Uh, because there's going to be some duplications and there's going to be some layoffs down the road. Everybody knows that when we have these M&As. So um, that's where I would, I would be looking for the changes. But I mean, we've already had some assurances that nothing's going to change on the partner side uh, in, in regards to development and that kind of thing. So I don't, I don't really think that that's going to change any at all. Um, I think there's bigger questions, you know, that, that, that are like what's going to happen to uh I think oversee is, is like you said earlier, I think that's the overlord of the industry now. Like you're not going to be able to buy anything else, uh, but oversee uh, moving forward. And I, and I'm kind of curious as to what happened to that recent Claire control offering uh, that snappy mm-hmm. announced a couple of weeks back. It was mm-hmm. more security focused, but what happens to that too? Um, but as far as distribution goes, you know, it's snappy has been buying up distri- distributors left and right too. So um, this is nothing new for us to see something like this happen. It, it's kind of, I mean, admittedly it was a shocker, but then we were like, well, we can't really do anything about it. Let's just go back to work and, and ship our stuff and make sure that we're interacting with our customers the best way we can. And, and they're going to choose us over, over some uh, giant corporation like uh, snap AV any day of the week. So uh, that's, that's the way we, we uh, are the way we took it. And that's the way we're running with it. Very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to our next story of the day. Uh, This also made a lot of noise last week. Uh, Google discontinues the Works with Nest program. This comes to us from Variety, which just as as a small aside to anybody who ever listens to anything that we say on this show, if I can recommend one thing, don't just read industry press. I read arguably five stories about this on industry press and it was good, but reading what came out of variety wall street journal, uh, and a couple other, um, non-traditional AV centric, uh, publications provided a really interesting insight into this. Um, uh, essentially if, if you missed it, Google, since their acquisition of nest has run works with nest, uh, at their IO conference 
they mentioned kind of slightly discreetly that they're going to phase it out and it's going to fall under the brand of um, works with Google Assistant, uh, that side of things. Mark, I want to start with you on this one. Sure. This is one of those situations where there have been tons of people that have within the industry kind of lamented, how dare you work with consumer products? This is what happens when you work with consumer products. Mm -hmm. Given that this is beyond our control and obviously they're killing the integration and it's going to move to Google Assistant. For most people, most of our consumers, not, not general consumers, but integrators, customers, are they really going to notice that much of a difference with this if it just transitions in all reality from works with Nest to a new integration under works with Google Assistant? Yeah, I mean, especially the homes that are not professionally integrated. I mean, the people who are maybe a little techie and using IFTT or they're using Google Assistant or they're using the Echoes, from what I can tell, they're not going to notice much of a difference and, and therefore they don't care. Um, it'll be, they'll have to re-log into an account and link the two accounts, I think, is really all that it's going to take. Um, it's the people who have the professionally integrated systems who are going to have to call their integrator in, pay a fee to have us re you know redo the linkage for them and they're gonna have to probably help we're probably gonna have to help them merge their nest account into their google accounts not gonna know how to do that um you know and I, and I hear what you're saying about the animosity somewhat towards consumer grade product in our industry problem is this consumer grade product it works and it looks really good nothing Really, other than going with, you know, a, 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 just a sensor on the wall behind the paint, no thermostat looks as good as Nest, and this is easy to use as Nest. Um, I was just in a building today in, this, in New York City. I was in the building last week, the New Hudson Yards. I was on the 85th floor. They put Nest, the developer, when they built this 90-story this building, put Nest into every unit, put Caseta into every unit. Mm -hmm. That's what a $13 million apartment is getting. How can you argue that they need something else? It's hard. So I, I think we have to learn to work with these um, consumer grade businesses and we have to figure, you know, and there are going to be hiccups. It's going to happen. I'm a little disappointed. I would have thought having an open API meant this wouldn't happen, but <laughs> silly Mark. I understand why it happened with Sonos because they everyone was backdooring it in the past. I thought, oh, oh, they have a published API, so therefore this can't happen anymore. I guess I'm not that bright. Did uh, Nest work with Control Four? Uh, somewhat, yes. I mean, you could. I think you could hit the API up to ten times an hour, and then it would stop responding. But now it's, that's going to be a broken module, mm -hmm. right? It's going to be broken. It's going to be broken. But Control Four has already said they are working on the integration with works with Google, um, or whatever they're calling the new one, yeah. and they hope to have it approved in the Play Store and everything by the end of by by the time this this integration breaks. So, Heather, when you look at this, when you follow this, to to Mark's point, he's seen that in multi million dollar condos. Um, we see it here in you know, everything from basic condos and, and homes to ultra high-end multi-million dollar homes and lakefront, everybody goes down that route because mm -hmm. either it's easy. It's easy. Uh, it's pretty. It, it looks good. Quote unquote sexy. It's right. 
if a thermostat can be sexy. That thermostat um, is the sexiest one out there. That's you don't like the Cortina? No. I don't think I've seen the Cortina. Cortina. <laughs> but, I haven't asked until recently. Now I won't. <laughs> My new remodel. So um, the, the question I have for you though is, as a as a dealer, do you even do you even bring up the potential problems that come with a homeowner who says, Hey, I want this. I want this in my media room. I want this in my kitchen. Oh yeah. And I want it to integrate with my nest. Um, with a homeowner, I always try to pull back and when they say, I want this to ask, try to try to figure out what they're actually asking for because they often try to present a solution to say like, Hey, I've Googled this. So therefore I know as much as you, um, that sometimes you have to pull back and say, okay, well, what is you're trying to accomplish? And these things work best together. Um, but I, I agree with Mark, man, that I think that the nest, we have to learn how to play well with others. I, I read the article feeling like it's a bit of a pissy match and it's like, I'm not going to play in your sandbox anymore. I'm going to play in my own sandbox and you can go be in your sandbox and we're not going to talk anymore. Um, which I think it's unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate for everyone. I think that hurts the whole industry because I mean, how many people could you say the word technology and people say, oh, technology hates me. I hate technology. And that's unfortunate. And it's those kind of, things that happen that start to create that unhappiness. If everything worked better together, you know, we'd all have more work. Um, yeah, so I think it's unfortunate that it happened. I kind of get why they did it, but I, I, I think that's unnecessary. All right. Seth, uh, I've got a, I've honestly got a really fun one for you. So I'm kind of looking forward to your comment on this. One of the things that I, I really appreciated about this Variety article was that one of the things that they really talked about was that this was not so much about just bringing it into the fold, making it part of Google Assistant, making that the the umbrella that everything is going to operate under. But they also kind of tried to pigeonhole it into a lot of this is their newly, Google's newly strengthened commitment to privacy. Uh, again, take that for whatever it's worth, but is this more about control or is this more about them trying to at least appear to be concerned about the privacy of its users? I, I think it's more, I think it's, it's more about Google responding to what customers want. <laughs> Google is a customer, you know, it, it's not so much that they care about their privacy as much as they care about the outrage right now going over, uh, over all the news channels and everything about people complaining about the privacy. If you look, there's actually an interesting study that I saw, uh, Alexa, we might have a problem or we have a problem. It was released in May 3, 2019. So yeah, just the beginning of this month saying people, people are starting to back out of the home, you know, this, this type mm -hmm. of home technology. People are, people, 70, they interviewed people in 2017, came back and interviewed them in 2019 and it went up 10%. People are said they're, they're 73% said they're unlikely they'll purchase a home automation solution in the future. I think the problem is they, they went out and they, they bought this stuff. It cost a premium to get it installed and figure it out for them. And it didn't work the way they were promised. Uh, and and they're, they're coming to find out it's been leaking their privacy data all over the internet. So I, I think the sentiment among actual, you know, consumers, actual muggles in the world, right? Like the, the non-magical. <laughs> the muggles? Yeah, exactly. Just throw my little Harry Potter reference. The muggles. <laughs> now we're friends. Now we're friends, Seth. Oh my God, now we're friends. My head hurts. <laughs> I think the, the sentiment is that they just don't want to deal with this anymore. And they're, they're willing to, um, you know, throw their hands up and wait till somebody comes along with a solution that actually does work, protects their privacy, and, 
you saw Apple kind of enter that and, and try and do that with, uh, with, uh, with HomeKit a couple of years back, not so successful. Now you're seeing Google pull back and saying, yeah, we're going we're gonna to wall our gardens off and we're, we're going we're gonna to build up the, the, the foundation around this to protect our, our, our own users and, and, and put out a product that we want to. Very hey, good. if they're muggles, does that make us wizards and witches? Yeah, that, that's exactly it. We're wizards. You're a wizard, Heather. <laughs> I'll take it. We all knew that. <laughs> I've been called a witch before, but... <laughs> I didn't say that. I said wizard. <laughs> it's too close, too close. All right, Joe, let me let you wrap this up. Um, when you look at this, when you follow this, and, and this is not a new trend. This is, we, we've seen this happen multiple times in the past with every consumer brand out there. They are happy to work with us until they're not. And whatever causes that, whatever, you know, permeates that change, it happens. How do you have the conversation with your clients that, yes, you can go with this consumer product, it might break, you might have to pay more in the long run to maintain it. You can go with this, generic or whatever industry product that is just going to work in theory or is that is that argument mute is that a moot point now for us not so much i mean we've seen the the nest integration break already three times the original backdoor first release of api and then a couple of others um we've seen it with sonos heos i mean the, the list just goes on and on and on and on Ecobee, um, these things happen and we make it a point to have that conversation with our customers because, you know, our thing is unless it's not brand specific or brand internal, you know, control for control for thermostat, control for lighting, Crestron, Crestron thermostat, Crestron lighting. If it's not that setup, I always describe it as doesn't matter who it is, Sonos, Nest, whatever. They're bigger than me. I'm sorry that I cannot control them. And you're probably going to have a hiccup somewhere along the way um, that's going to cost you some money. Um, this one is going to be a little easier to deal with, though, because number one, Control 4 um, already announced that they're, they're going to work with it, you know. And, and kind of like it's already been said on here, we all need to learn how to works with Google, so to speak. Um, we need to learn how to work with that. But this is more of a business and a strategy move than a technology move. I mean, you look at it for what it is. Nest is known for hardware. Google is known for software and cloud. You already own the two biggest brands in each division, so to speak, or in each area. I mean, you already have Google saying the, the new touchscreen with the camera is going to be Nest brand, and they're going to revamp the 7 inches Nest brand, but it's all going to talk to Google Cloud. What, how much of the market does Google have in the voice side compared to like uh, Amazon nine. or it's, it's significantly less than Amazon right now. Hmm. Um, and then current trend market research shows Amazon at the top. Josh AI is the most next requested. That's then crazy Google, to me. That's then within the, the industry though. Oh, um, got that, it. That's, that's a CE Pro okay. study. Got yeah. it. Right, has, right. Yeah, has, this isn't custom, not overall. Um, but, but it is moving that way. But, but, you know, that's that thing that Google has figured out. If I'm going to propose a cloud or a structured program, 
who do you trust the most with your security when you're browsing the web? Well, I mean, Google is the search engine. Of course you're going to use that. But Google has dissatisfaction with their products, like, you know, the Google Mini and all of those. That's why they're not growing. So why not stick Nest, a trusted home brand product manufacturer, stick that badge on all the products, and then we're just going to say back uh, the back end is Google. It makes perfect business sense. It's going to be easier for me to talk to customers about and I can once again say, I'm not as big as either of these guys. They're going to mess some stuff up and I can't control it. It's a little bit more than the branding. This was Google's final consolidation of all of the different little companies and fiefdoms within Google that were working on home technology, all under one brand. The Chromecast team is sitting in the same desk, you know, the same area now. Uh, and they Until they decide to change it again, though. Well, I mean, you got, you got the Wi-Fi <laughs> guys, the home automation guys, they're all sitting in the same room now rather than it competing for their own different um, yeah. airtime. I think, I think you're going to see a little bit more come out of Google in the future here uh, with, with their Nest brand. It's a great brand too. Very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Uh, Joe, if people want to connect with you, learn more about thoughtful integrations, where can they do that? Um, in a state of mass confusion right now. No, I'm joking. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Thoughtful Integrations. Find us on Twitter at Integrator Tweets. And you can always just shoot me an email or find me at CDA. You can email me at joe at thoughtfulintegrations.com. Excellent. Thanks so much for being here. Mark, my friend, thanks again for uh, joining us today. If people want to connect with you, learn more about Home Theater Advisors, where can they do that? Uh, thanks for having me, Matt. I always love being on the show. Um, best is, as we discussed before the show, I'm an old man, so Mark at Home Theater Advisors is probably the easiest way to get me. Um, also, Home Theater Advisors. Rotary phones. Uh, yeah. I, I, no, it's Carry a your pigeons. I still have a flip phone. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> Leave it. Yeah, pretty much. Heather, um, thanks again for joining us. I always appreciate it when you're here. Uh, if people want to learn more about you, uh, all the writing and jazz that you handle, as well as Southtown AV, where can they do that? Um, Twitter's a fun place. Uh, tech, T-E-C-H underscore Chi, C-H-I, balance between life and technology. Um, you can find me at the other fun social places, um, Instagram, that's showing off a flip phone. Wow. Um, yeah, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. Give me a holler. Excellent. Thank you again. Seth, as always, pleasure to uh, speak with you. If you if people want to find out more about you, the podcast that you're on and co-host, I believe, as well as uh, Blackwire, where can people do that? Uh, podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Home Tech Podcast or hometech.fm and go there. And for Blackwire, uh, uh, definitely if, you, if you're interested in, in getting some cool products and, and working with us, we're at uh, blackwiredesigns.com. Excellent. Thanks again for joining us. If you'd like to connect with myself, you can find me on Twitter at Matt D. Scott and pretty much every other social platform. But more importantly, please stop by avnation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of our other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We're extremely thankful for their support and ask that you support them as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week.
God. So you don't want to use like overpack or tri- triatisode or no triatisode. I think there's a cream you can get for that. <laughs> if you experience any of these side effects, please call your doctor immediately. Yeah, immediately. <laughs>